Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Welcome, everybody, to the Rising Star Project. I have my guest here, Janet Brent. Welcome to the Rising Star Project podcast. Hello. Hi. So I wanted to start off our session today of just getting to know you a little bit. Tell us a little bit about what it is that you do. Okay. I am an ebook designer, and I also do graphic, web design, all kinds of techie things anything from landing pages and sales funnels. So a lot of things. (laughs) Okay. So the creative aspect and and the technical aspect of helping with the entrepreneurs kind of build their brands and you are the one doing all of the the graphic design and the building for them. Mm -hmm. Brand building brands, brand palettes and little things like that. And working mainly with holistic health and wellness and also personal development. Okay, great. And then so tell us a little bit about what problem, what's the biggest struggle that you have in your uh, business right now? So right now I feel it's actually like not, not quite a pivot, but like I feel like there's some, something else out there for me that's not, it's like another layer of the onion that I'm not quite doing and so I, I kind of like to think of it as like a veer right instead of like 180 pivot. 
Okay. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I think if you've already got something successful that you enjoy doing, you know, generally, um, that just means you're just using one talent in your toolbox and there's other talents in your toolbox that are maybe being neglected. So we'll kind of get to the bottom of what those might be by using your astrological birth chart. How does that sound? Sounds perfect. Okay, great. So I'm sure you already know that you have your son in Taurus. Mm -hmm. Now your son is, you know, basically yourself. It's how you see yourself. I like to think of it as like, you know, it's the, it's the onion of, you know, when somebody gets to know you, that it's not necessarily the way that they see you, but it's the way that you see yourself. So it's the, usually the sign that we identify the most with our, with our personal identity. Mm -hmm. So Taurus is an earth sign. It's a fixed sign. It's a strong sign. So it's funny because I have a lot of sun and Taurus clients. So they are hard workers. Um, they love beauty. Uh, they're actually ruled by the planet of Venus. So that's where the creatures of comfort. Um, they want to work hard. They want to appreciate and um, they want to appreciate their hard work. It's kind of different than some of the other earth signs like Capricorn or Virgo where, you know, they want to earn money and work hard, but then they want to enjoy the fruits of their labor. They want to, whether that's be lazy or they want to go travel to, you know, exotic places and stay in the finest hotels. I mean, they've really got this, you know, work hard, relax more kind of attitude. And uh, the thing I love about Taurus is that they tend to be the sign that people lean on. Um, I don't know if you find that in your personal relationships that people lean on you a lot. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people come to me for advice like in the past or a shoulder to cry on kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they've really got, I mean, obviously their symbol is the bull, but they've got this, you know, they've got their stubbornness like we all do, but there's really just a, there's an inner quiet strength about them. Um, it's mm -hmm. not... It's not like Leo the lion where it's outwardly, it's inwardly. And there's a lot of, um, it could be a little reserved. Um, I was just mentioning this from someone else. I think they had the rising sign in Taurus. But I like to think of them as they, they take their time. Um, they can be, tend to be uh, the snails of the zodiac, you know, to make their decision. They want to make sure that they've really crossed their T's and dotted their I's. Um, they're not going to jump into anything. And that's why I think people like to lean on them because they, they, they feel stable. They feel secure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then we get into your rising sign, which is in the sign of Scorpio. So Scorpio, obviously there's all kinds of, um, you know, stigmatisms around Scorpio, but when you have it in this, in the aspect of your rising sign or your ascendant sign, it's basically, that's how actually people see you. So even though you see yourself as Taurus, the way that people experience you from the outsider perspective is actually as a Scorpio, not a Taurus. Hmm. So Scorpios are very determined. They're very emotional. They're very intuitive. They're very powerful. They're very passionate. They're very intelligent. They, I like to think of them as like the, the investigators of the Zodiac. You know, they really want to get to the bottom of stuff. Um, they're magnetic. Uh, they have a rebelliousness. They don't want to do things in a conventional way. Uh, does this, is this resonating at all? You both are. Yeah. Okay, good. 
So yeah, as you can kind of think we're going to combine like the Taurus and the, and the Scorpio, but the way that people are experiencing you, um, because Scorpio is a water sign, you know, there's a lot of psychic abilities there. Um, obviously Scorpios are very known for human sexuality. Um, they've often been, um, known as like the sex goddess. Um, they really, they kind of own who they are, um, in their inner world. Um, they, let's see, what else can I tell you about Scorpio? And I, I don't know. I, I think the word mystical comes up for me. Like, it's like, they're, they're interested in the cult stuff. They're interested in, um, the afterworld, you know, they're, they're ruled by Pluto and Pluto is the planet, you know, it's kind of like the dark, mysterious planet. Like, and you know, he really wants, uh, us to dig deeper. And that's why I think uh, Scorpios are really good at kind of like peeling the layer. So it's interesting, um, you know, how potentially you're having this problem of, of peeling your own layer, but you're actually highly gifted at peeling the, the layer for others. Hmm. Okay. And then you've got your moon in Sagittarius. So uh, that just tells me from an emotional standpoint. So your moon is your inner world. It um, is your soul. It is how you emotionally respond to things. And then you think about Sag, which is the fire sign. You know, that, there's a lot of energy there. They're innately optimistic. You know, they are positive. They love to learn things. Uh, they're the teachers of the Zodiac. You know, they really want to, um, you know, they want to read books and they want to travel and they want to learn about culture, but then they're going to take all that information and it fuels them emotionally. So moon and Sag, they're emotionally fueled by what it is that they learn. So once they are emotionally fueled by it, then they generally go out and they teach those things. Mm, okay. Okay. So then you have your midheaven. Okay. So your midheaven is actually your 10th house. It's a house of career. Um, so this is kind of, we get into, you know, what is it that you're here to do? And you have that in the sign of Leo. So Leo is also a fire sign, and it's funny, the girl I just spoke to before you, she had her Leo and her sun sign. So Leo, they're, they're the entrepreneurs. They love, they're part of the self-expressive arts. So anybody that, you know, whether they're writers or theater or speakers or um, people that don't mind shining their bright light. So they're, they're ruled by the sun, so they love to shower people with warmth and praise and good job and all that stuff. And they're highly organized. I mean, they really do make one of the best entrepreneurs. So obviously it's no surprise that you have your 10th house in Leo because that's your house of career. So entrepreneurship is obviously um, going to be part of your higher calling. And it's also interesting that you do um, some graphic design and things like that, because that's part of self-expressive arts. You know, you're really helping right. people with their branding. So, mm -hmm. so it's interesting placement there. Now, obviously, if we're going to peel the layer of like, okay, well, you could just end up, you know, being a graphic designer. But because of that rising sign in Scorpio, the way that people see you, they don't see you as Leo and they don't see you as Taurus. They see you as mm. Scorpio. So mm -hmm. on some level, we're going to have to honor that because it's part of your birth chart. It's part of who you are of this powerful, exciting, you know, inquisitive, um, psychic person. And now we've got the self-expressive arts and we've got entrepreneurship. So we're starting to like, we're now starting to like cultivate and, and really 
fluidly bring these, these signs together to really look at what that higher calling is. So I'm curious, besides building sales funnels and, you know, I mean, I'm actually very interested how you got into working with, you know, the holistic industry for your work, but what are some of the other tools in your toolbox? What are some other interests? What are your hobbies? What do you, you know, what are the things you study that are not what you do for your clients currently? Um, well, I've always had an interest in women's studies growing up and then like in the college years, getting into Buddhism. And then in my early 20s, like my quarter life crisis with my sort of spiritual awakening, I, I'd like to call it getting further into Buddhism and sort of new age type aspects of spirituality. And then also a sensuality piece. So that was interesting that you mentioned that with Scorpio. So, yeah, the sex goddess. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like writing erotica is one thing that I've always had in the back of my mind. But also just like reading books around sen sensuality and sexuality and things like that. So my interest has been kind of academic around that. Because like, I love to read, yeah. Okay, so this is, okay, I, I normally wouldn't share this, but I'm going to share this because now it really makes sense to me. Okay. okay. <laughs> I always have this conversation, well, um, especially when my friends are, like, dating. Mm -hmm. um, so, for, okay, so people always, you know, they, when they think about Scorpio, especially in, like, dating or whatever, that you think about, like, oh, sex. You know, like, they're, 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 they're kind of coined like the sex sign, you know, and uh, because they obviously they rule the genitalia, but there, there's just a mystery about them, but they always get this reputation about like sex. Mm -hmm. But I always tell my friends, I'm like, no, the, the real sex sign is Taurus. And they're like, what are you talking about? I said, oh, no, 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 it's not Scorpio. Scorpio might have all of the magnetism that attracts that sexual energy, but Taurus is actually the king, like on the throne of sensuality because they take their time. Like there's no rush to the finish line, right? So it's just so interesting to me that I had no idea that you wrote erotica, erotica, but that you actually used the word sensuality because it kind of triggered me into talking about Taurus. So, so even though people don't see you as Taurus, like that's how you see yourself. Mm -hmm. Sensual, strong, appreciates beauty and comfort, hard work, all that stuff. So that's where that's coming from. Mm -hmm. And um, the sharing it. So now we're into, you know, the 10th house, which is your midheaven in Leo. So the self-expressive arts. So you talked about writing erotica. Um, you know, because you've got your moon and Sag, you've, uh, you're the teacher. So there is a component, if we were going to start to kind of merge everything together, of being a teacher who is multi-passionate, very powerful, has a sensuality um, gift that they want to share with others and the form of, 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 of expansion of really, and the thing that's so cool about um, your rising sign in Scorpio is that they're going to get to the bottom of it before they actually go and teach it. Like they're going to dig and dig and dig and dig and dig. And, you know, they'll know like the nook and crannies of like everything. 
And then they'll go and they'll start to share it in their work or with their friends or whatever that ends up being in the form of books and videos or whatever that ends up being. So it's just interesting. I feel called to at least share like the combination of Taurus, Sag, and Scorpio. Um, we're, I think we're already getting closer to, to what the higher calling is. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like of the things, of the other things that are in your toolbox, okay, you mentioned women's studies, Buddhism, you had a spiritual awakening, new age, sensuality, erotica, and sexuality. Okay. So the first thing that pops into my mind is that because, um, because you have the gift of like branding, and I'm going to actually talk about the next uh, really important aspect in your chart here is your 12th house in Libra. Okay. So your 12th house is your karmic debts. Okay. It's like the hidden mysteries, the unconscious, um, just the thing it's, it's, uh, it's ruled by Neptune. And so there's just a lot of things about yourself that you're supposed to work out in this lifetime. Now, the interesting thing is, is that you've got your 12th house in Libra. So Libra is the, you know, it's the only sign of the Zodiac that's not an animal. It's the balancing scales, right? So right. there, you know, and Libra's also just like Taurus, it's ruled by Venus. So Venus, the goddess of love, you know, sensuality, beauty, uh, comfort, all visual appeal, all that stuff. So when I see it in the 12th house, what that's telling me is that what you're here to do, it has to do with beauty, it has to do with love, it has to do with visual stimulation. So I feel like the branding piece was like the first start to, to attracting your kismet client because they also appreciate beauty. Because here, let me just explain this for a second. In your 12th house is ruled by Libra. Your 12th house is your karmic debt. I am a firm believer that if we're going to you know, discover what your higher calling is, your higher calling is, is very much indicative inside your 12th house. But your kismic client, the person that you're actually here to serve, that, that target market or whatever you want to call it, ideal customer, is actually you three years ago. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to uh, you know, create a product, you're going to keep in mind yourself, but you three years ago. So when you're thinking about, um, you know, what else is in your toolbox, it's really, well, what's going to appease, what's going to satisfy Libra? Well, of course it's going to satisfy her if it looks good. So for you to start your journey off in your entrepreneurial journey uh, with branding, of course it's going to attract that same person. It's going to attract the person that appreciates visual appeal. It appreciates beauty. It appreciates love. And it's interesting that you said right now you're serving holistic, you know, practitioners or holistic entrepreneurs who also probably appreciate love and beauty. They appreciate harmony. They appreciate balance in their life. So that's kind of, is that making, is that resonating? Yeah. So here is where we start to really now go forward. Okay. So if we know that you've got this rising sign, how people see you. Even though you do branding, they actually kind of see you as a rebel or unconventional. Do you feel that way? Yeah, I've always felt like a rebel. Okay, okay. So they see you as that. So, and I'm sure that's probably even part of the reason that they are attracted to you in the work that you do currently. 
So there, but there's layers now. So you've, you've captured their attention, right? You've captured their attention like, okay, I'm going to be able to satisfy this one part of you, Libra, which is visual. But the shadow side of Libra, you know, is indecisive. Um, you know, she, she has a hard time looking at her spiritual side, right? Because she's an air sign, right? That's, that's not where her gift lies. Her gift is in beauty and all this stuff. So the spiritual side of Libra, uh, you know, she dabbles, but it's not like Scorpio. Scorpio is going to investigate to to the nook and crannies. Like they're not going to, they're not even going to talk about it until they know everything. So Libra, she has, she has commitment issues, right? And this Mm -hmm. could also show up in, uh, this could also show up in her, um, her relationships, Mm -hmm. right? So if Le- if you know at this point that if we know actually at this point that your uh, your kismet client has Libra characteristics, it doesn't mean that you know every person that you serve has to like be a Libra or anything. I'm just saying from characteristic wise, she's got she's got that indecision. She's got that. Um, inability to maybe commit to things. So mm-hmm. we're going to have to peel the layer. So she's going to be attracted because of the visual component, but she's also super curious around all the stuff you're digging around about, right? The mysticism, um, the intuition, the psychicness, like all of, like all of that is like, it's piquing her interest. So in order to attract her, like she wants you to talk more about that stuff. Mm -hmm. So because she's not that, um, she's not quite there yet, right? She's three years behind you. So when you start to talk about, you know, even though right now you're doing branding and stuff, like, Anyway, it's like you said, you're going to make a pivot, right? You said you just want to move right. You don't want to do 180, no 360, right? right, pivot, mm-hmm. right. So now there's an opportunity for you to start talking about some of those deeper subconscious components of your work, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're doing, you're doing branding, you're doing it subconsciously. It's like you already know how to do it. You're, you, know what, you know your process, mm-hmm. but they don't know your process. And it's not that you need to teach them how to like build a logo or a sales funnel. That's not really where I'm going with this, but they want to know, you know, how to get inside. Um, They want to know how to get inside and dig deeper within themselves. So it's almost Mm -hmm. like a metaphor. So if you like sharing your process around branding um, and it might be a very it might be a spiritual awakening for them. And mm-hmm. it doesn't mean like, I mean, I'm, I'm not a branding expert. So I, you know, I'm just kind of like going off what I'm, what Scorpio is telling me right now, but intuitively, you know, if you start talking about, it's almost like you're branding yourself, like as someone who's intuitively knows how to brand other people mm-hmm. so that they're starting to, you're starting to make the transition into um, having them see you as someone that can help to give enlighten them on some level in like a way, you know what I mean? Cause like you're, it, oh, I was having this conversation with somebody else recently. So you're your brand. You're not just somebody who builds sales funnels and eBooks. 
you're Janet, who has a whole bunch of things that she's into, and probably, I don't even know, do they even know that you write erotica? No, not necessarily. So at this point, it's like you're keeping some of your big passions under wrap, because mm-hmm. it's very Scorpio, right? Until they figure out, you know, all the nook and crannies of, of how they want to show up. And I mean, they're going to be very private about things until they decide that they want to go full force into it. But I'm saying, and I'm, there's one, another aspect here. You've got, um, okay, you've got Saturn in Scorpio. Okay, so I always bring up Saturn because Saturn, I'm actually ruled by Saturn. It's Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Saturn are like the, you know, they're the crack the whip person. You know, it's the, it's the father figure. It's the like disciplinary. It's like, you better work hard at this or I won't, or, or, or there's going to be struggle. So when you have it in the sign of Scorpio, Saturn is basically saying, until you work out your issues, Scorpio, you're not going to be fully fulfilled. So what are the shadow sides of, of Scorpio? You know, not sharing, right? They're not, they're mm. secretive. Mm. It's like they're hoarding like their gifts, right? <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, so, so it's not going to be able to reward you until you start, you know, either, I don't know, owning your rebelliousness, owning how unconventional you are, talking about the hard subjects, you know, talking about new age, whatever, whatever's preventing you from talking, just even talking about it, regardless of that selling products around erotic. I mean, we're like not even there yet. We're just pivoting with like one point to the right right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so until you start talking about it and the thing, okay. So the thing about score, uh, Saturn is that it wants to reward you materially. Okay. So Saturn is the earth side. They want it whether that's financial reward, but it wants to like, it wants to applaud. So it's, it's okay if you, if you do baby steps, but if you do no steps, it will make it harder for you. Mm -hmm. So spending more time, um, talking about the, the, the private things that you're, um, interested in would Saturn would start to reward you. And what would happen is it will start to reward you with opportunities, people coming out of the woodwork for you to, to support you, financial gain, right? There's, there's things that it's pushing you towards. So I want to encourage you that whatever you're not talking about that you're interested in, start talking about it. Okay. That's the very first step is kind of getting Scorpio out there, out of its shell, and stop being so secretive um, and, and totally own the unconventional like universe that you've created for yourself. Okay. Okay. So I want to know, I want to know a little bit more about, about the erotica stuff, I think that there, if that's a passion that you have that you're doing currently, just tell, just tell me a little bit more in your own words about that. Um, it's not so current because it's not that I'm writing uh, erotica right now. It's more of a thing that I've, maybe like a creative muse that I've had kind of in and out for the past six years or so. And I've never done anything with it yet. Like I have just more 
short stories and things like that, but nothing completely fleshed out. Okay, so, okay, you've just written short stories about er erotica. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then how do, you, how do you see that playing into your higher calling? Um, it's fuzzy because, well, yeah, with the e-books, I guess that's sort of a merge right there. But, and then also on another side thing is uh, I, I help sell corsets online. So I guess I sort of see it coming into play, like doing sort of creative, sensual writing retreats maybe in the future or some like I keep hearing retreats or workshops and then yeah that's the teaching aspect and um maybe some sort of because beauty yeah sort of empowering women with erotica sensuality like boudoir photo shoots with the corsets something along those lines I'm kind of like playing with but it's just a vision at this point well, what is preventing you from committing to at least trying one of them out? Um, I think it is that baby step of just starting to talk about it, even though I don't necessarily have any offering yet around, around it. Yeah. I think that is the beginning point. I think talking about it and it's like, you know, it's, it's almost like, it's like coming out of what's, how do I describe that? Like you're, it's like coming out of the wilderness um, of like, th this is who I am like all the way, because right now you've made your work about other people coming out of the wilderness, if you will. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you've been almost helping other people discover their higher calling through branding. I mean, really, I mean, I'm assuming you have a whole process of like, okay, I need to know all these things. It probably takes some time to be able, it's not like you throw up a website or a sales funnel without like really knowing the, the nook and crannies of other people. Mm -hmm. So now as an opportunity with this pivot is to, well, what about my brand? Mm -hmm. and, what do I, and what do I want to show other people about who I am? And then sometimes it's just as simple uh, as starting with, you know, rewriting like a one sentence of who you are, hmm. you know, like I help holistic entrepreneurs, you know, discover their brand, you know, and then, and then add on a few things. It's like, you know, branding expert, comma, erotica teacher, comma, you know what I mean? It's like, we live in an age where we don't have to be one title hmm. and it, but the thing that's so cool about that is that it makes you more interesting, it brings depth, and it actually will even, if you want to continue to grow your branding um, business, it will probably bring more people to you because the more they can get to know you, because people buy the person, right? They, right? they really invest in the person. So if you're not showing some of these big pieces of yourself, you're actually leaving your, you know, a big chunk of your kismet client on the table. Mm -hmm right? Because 
the more that you accept who you are, the more that they can accept who they are. And then that now you guys have now created a synergy of working together. And that's in the form of all different kinds of things. I mean, you've seen it probably all day, every day, because you work, look, work with people's brands. But mm -hmm. like, there's plenty of like health coaches that now help other health coaches build their brands, but they're still health coaches. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So wh why couldn't it be that you're helping these holistic you know, practitioners who have this interest in sensuality? right? Because they're already mm -hmm. interested because of the beauty that they already were attracted from that one element because of Venus. But now it's like, you're taking them, but I also do this other thing. So it's mm -hmm. almost like a lot, it's like not backwards, but a lot of people, they'll, you know, they'll start out like I'm a health coach and then now I help health coaches. But you're in, it's like, in, instead now in, you're, uh, you're a branding expert, but now I'm going to go show you who I really am. So it was a little bit backwards, but now it's time for you to come out of the wilderness and let people see who you really are and stop okay. letting the Scorpio like say, stay so secretive. Mm -hmm. Okay. Scorpio is a tough one. You know, she's a, she's a tough little cookie. <laughs> you know, I mean, I have a lot of best friends that are Scorpios. They are loyal to the core, but they're, they're secretive, which was, which is what makes them so magnet magnetic. Right. So mm -hmm. even, it's not even like you have to go out and, you know, have a, you know, a, a what's a, a soapbox about like, this is what I am into. It's no, you're going to do it in your own. You're going to reveal as you, as you feel that that's the next step. I'm going to reveal this. It's a little baby step. And then we'll be able mm -hmm. to feel another thing because that's Scorpio, right? That's not Leo. That's Scorpio is going to take their time to unfold it over time while she builds trust mm -hmm. with her people. Okay. Yeah. I think that's where the, once you start talking about it, the sensuality piece and the sexuality piece and the awakening stuff, it's just naturally going to unfold. And it's probably going to unfold in the form of opportunities and people. That are going to okay. be like, wow, I didn't even know you did. were into that, Janet. Let's talk. Right. <laughs> you know, or, oh, Janet, really? I'd like to have you on my podcast. Mm -hmm. Really? I, I, you know, so I feel like that's going to almost, it's going to give you the confidence to do it too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Sounds good, like out of the wilderness or kind of out of the closet. <laughs> yes, it is out of the closet. It's out. That's very Scorpio though. Like I'm going to keep, I'm, I'm going to keep it to myself until I feel like sharing it. But Saturn's going to whip your little booty because it's like, well, I'm going to make sure it always feels like an uphill battle until you start giving me a little bit of what I want. Because hmm. he won't open doors until he sees the effort. Right, right. Because he's stubborn like that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else coming up for you right now? We just got another minute or so. I um, feel like there's some, I don't know, I'm getting like one more little juicy nugget from you. Oh, in terms of insight? Just like, you know, maybe, I mean, I think it's very Scorpio to kind of internalize everything we're hearing right now. And um, mm -hmm. that's where, why they're so highly intuitive because they're great listeners. 
Mm -hmm. But I want to hear one more thing from you. I feel like there is like a piece that you need to hear and that needs to be said for this to kind of seal the deal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think, well, going back to like sort of what's stopping me, because I think, I know I need to share more, but uh, it's like I don't have the offering. Maybe I'm thinking too far ahead. Like I don't have, I guess the reason why I haven't been sharing is I don't have like an offering around all this other stuff or this deeper stuff. So I feel like what I do is sort of surface level right now, but then there, there's like a deeper stuff that I want to share. And it's like, I don't know what that looks like in terms of offering, I guess. Well, you already mentioned that you have all of these short stories that you've written over the last six months, which mm -hmm. could easily be turned into an ebook. So it doesn't have to be something paid, but it could at least the thing, and you know all this because you do branding and sales funnels, but what right. you're really trying to get Libra to do, like Libra, the, the characteristics of Libra uh, is, is your kismet client right? She wants to dig deeper. She doesn't know how. She's a little airy-fairy. She really loves pretty things, all this stuff, but she's really intrigued by you. So what we want to do is we want to find out who's already interested in what I want to share. So mm -hmm. you're looking for the person that wants to raise their hand. So when they raise their hand, what we want to do is we really want to get them on our mailing list, right? Like, so giving yeah. them something, and it doesn't have to be a paid thing right now. What you're trying to do is figure out who is my kismet client? Who's going to raise their hand when I say, I've got this erotica ebook, download it now. You know, this is, this is what it talks about. And this is, uh, you know, a, an interest I've been pursuing for the last six years. Um, and it, you know, led me on this path to spiritual awakening, whatever your story ends up being, like the reason why they want it. And that is enough to, start the journey. It's, and then you nurture the relationship. Then you create community around it. You know, then you create blog posts about it and you just start talking about it. And then the opportunities will come where it's like, okay, I have enough interest now. And people are like, wow, I don't hear anybody talking about that. I'd love to learn more. And you start mm -hmm. there. Okay. Yeah. The raising of the hand is the big one. You know, I, I think that's just the natural entrepreneur in us. It's like, we don't have anything to sell. It's not going to, you know, what's the point? But mm -hmm. I think the bigger question is, well, what, the only way I'm going to know what to sell is if I know I have an audience that's interested in what I want to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like the chicken or egg. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, I, I want to reverse engineer everything. Like, I need to have all my selling points first but maybe it's like i need to find that find and cultivate the community first yeah that's what i mean the more that you can talk about it now the more you know the the more you're gonna get um you're gonna get what's the word you're gonna get the recognition of like oh i didn't know that about janet but that sounds pretty interesting to me and start cultivating that community that is already going to be, they're going to already have questions because you have to remember you're already so for, much further along, especially on that topic than mm -hmm. them. So now it's about, because you have to go back and remember who were you three years ago? Mm -hmm. What questions did you have 
you know, around sensuality and sexuality? What did, you know, what, where were you? Because I can already tell you this, that your kismet client is not that far behind you. So it's not like she knows nothing about the topic. You see what I'm saying? Like she's already dabbling because I'm sure you said you've been doing this for six years. So fast forward, you know, three years when you first started, you were that far along. So she's already dabbling, but she might also be dabbling in a secret manner. And now she's finally found a community that she's like, wow, like I've been kind of researching this for a little bit. And now I've got this person that's really going to go deep with me about the topic. So it just, just know that it's not going to be super random. It's going to, it's going to attract the people that are already on some level interested in it. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is great. I, I think Scorpio is one of those signs that it takes time and, uh, to not be hard on yourself. I mean, I know we've got a a sticky little Saturn in the Scorpio area, but um, he just wants to reward you. He wants to see you, he wants to see you abundant, um, but he wants to push you. And I hope that, you know, now you're going to have this relationship with him of like, look, if I do nothing, he'll continue to make sure that I'm always bugged by not doing anything. Um, So these baby steps are finally going to be the push that you need. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Awesome, Janet. Well, I want to thank you so much for your vulnerability and sharing, you know, this intimate part of yourself. I mean, for a Scorpio, I'm sure that's got to be a little uneasy. And, you know, I know you're digesting everything. And I'm sure I would say over the next 40, 48 hours, mm-hmm. more epiphanies are going to come to you. I would okay. write those down because those are probably going to be the starting ground of what you're going to start slowly introducing to your people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even just this one piece where you were saying, you mentioned like sensuality was part of my spiritual awakening. That kind of stopped me because I was like, I never put the two together for whatever reason before. I mean, I know like sensuality and spirituality are really very interlinked, but I never considered that in my own journey. Right. And I think also it's important, you know, the, what is the difference between sensuality and sexuality, mm-hmm. you know? And like, it's like, cause, then, cause that's more of like, uh, you know, it's like beginner. Like if the person is three years behind you, it's like, let's just, I want to talk about sensuality, but first I want to talk about the difference between sensuality and sexuality. Because once you know the difference, then you understand how beautiful it is, which is why I always say like Taurus, you know, they are the sensual masters, you know? You know, Scorpio mm-hmm. might be all about sex, and sexuality, but it is Taurus that really has the spiritual component that has to do with sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely resonate with that. Yeah. Oh, I think you have a. I think you have a bigger, higher calling than you might realize right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be in the way that you craft it. I know that you'll dig deep and find, you know, what it, how you want to communicate about this topic, but I don't see too many people talking about people talk about dating, you know, they talk about, um, relationships and they talk about that, but I think that tying the knot, and I think you're right between sensuality and sexuality is, or excuse me, sensuality and spirituality 
-hmm. is a, a really great place to start. But again, you've got 48 hours, write down all your aha moments, um, write down, I bet you'll even come up with some blog post titles or some little, little quotes and things that you can start sharing with people on your Instagram or Facebook or wherever your community is, uh, just to get people thinking, get them intrigued. Let's, let's, mm -hmm. you know, you're a branding person. We're going to, we're going to drip it out till you, till <laughs> I got you hooked. Right. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the Rising Star Project, Janet. Um, I'll send you the replay of this, and I hope all of our listeners are realizing, uh, you know, having their own epiphanies about, you know, where are you not speaking up? What are you passionate about that is kind of like in your closet? You know, isn't it time for you to come out of the wilderness? Isn't it time for you to start sharing what you, who you truly are so that your people, your kismet clients can find you? Because it is only then that Saturn will reward you fruitfully for your efforts. So thank you again, Janet. Have a beautiful rest of the day, everyone. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this session with Janet Brent, who had some questions around her higher calling. She already had a business, but she had a deeper yearning to share some of her personal projects and bring those into her higher calling. So sometimes, as she puts it, she just wanted to move the dial to the right, slightly alter it, not jump into something head first, but to take her time. So just like Janet, perhaps there is a deeper calling inside of you to serve others from your highest self, but you also have these projects that you haven't been vocal about, that you've been keeping under wraps. What are those projects? Take inventory this week to discover what it is that you're passionate about and let the opportunities and the people and the material success that Saturn will reward you with once you start putting into action what it is you love to do because he wants nothing more than to reward you fruitfully. Take your small steps today so that your tomorrow is even brighter. I want to thank you for joining us today here at the Rising Star Project where lightworkers and soulpreneurs come to get answers to their business questions using their astrological birth chart. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.